So we're saying that we're going around the room and then we get to Tony and we're like, he's like, I'm Tony. I'm, and he, you know, all the stuff. And then he's like, my favorite TV show is probably Outer Banks. <laughs> he said, he said Outer Banks. And I stopped the group and I said, wait a second, you're a grown man. And the, your favorite, not like not favorite at the time. You're saying my favorite all time TV show is a TV show for junior high girls about treasure hunts. Dude, I was being sincere. Like that was real. That was a real answer. Some I would say too real. <laughs> We are back with another episode of In the Trenches, and we are here with the one and only Tony Orlando. Man, I like the one and that. we're here I'm with so the bad. one and only Tony. Tony O. The Tony only only Tony Orlando. This is going to be a long episode. Oh, our short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might just give up. Tony, oh. how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Charlie. Curry. How how are you doing back. post? convention Dude, i'm doing great yeah I'm doing great yeah you're not you haven't like hit a wall no i did i did the day of convent the day of convention sunday mm-hmm. i hit a wall but mm. you know what it's it was worth it for all of us right so. i know m- many people didn't get to see this but you wore a specific shirt on saturday morning you want to talk about that i do it was like I a do. fashion statement yes it was a pink hot pink just i'm gonna give you the visual for those who are listening not watching us live uh <laughs> it was a pink hot pink shirt that said i suck at fantasy football with a mm. unicorn and a rainbow. Can we put that as our yeah. promo picture? Yeah. For you sure. You know how many yeah. I've re-listened to some episodes where we think of something. You need to like make a note of this because there's a lot of episodes where early on we're like, we'll put that as the promo picture. Yeah, and we and never then do. We never do. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll no, put and, right now. and the the backstory is I lost at fantasy football. Out of ten teams, I was ten of ten. Who won that? Elliot won for the second year in a row year in a row yeah that's crazy you won yes i did he did see i know who like finished last but i never remember who wins he and i were in the championship we game. were in yeah. the that's right because i was like i think i got third yeah. or fourth N- nobody cares <laughs> but charlie <laughs> just throwing that out there if we could talk about his momentum for how he won season one yeah yeah please do so so he won because right before jonathan taylor became jonathan taylor yeah and went richter you basically swindled him from me. I traded for DK Metcalf. Tony, and I don't remember who? Chase Claypool. Chase. Okay, that's not a horrible it, trade. At though. the time, it was it was fair. And, and I'm their like, you point know differential was good, and he needed yeah. wide receivers. And, and I'm like, he's a missionary. You know, he could use the <laughs> that is, the earnings. I'm also a Colts fan. <laughs> you are so you Col- you were like, it's, it was that's true. Brand team name. It you was were, Homer. It was a yeah. Homer trade. He would not make any trades with me this year. No, I was afraid. But hey, it didn't matter. Yeah, I still wear the shirt, but I wore it, I wore it all morning in my defense. You did. I did take it off before lunch when we took our speakers out for lunch, but I did wear it all day. Well, you yeah. didn't wear it all day, though. I wore it all morning, rather. That's what I said. Yeah, because I was expecting you to wear it on Saturday night's service also, well, but you didn't. Yeah. But I had a lot of looks from people at the hotel, not from our group. Like, yeah, there was also... Shots. So let's talk about this. We're going to just kind of break down youth convention, right? Yeah. So youth convention was great. Wait, before we get to youth convention... I swore I'd talk about this next time Tony was on because I wasn't here the last time he was on. Uh-huh. That was the Halloween episode. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. You and, and Gary. And I is... listened to it recently, like a couple months ago. I listened to it and I took a mental note of something you said. <laughs> yes. And you were talking about your favorite movies, and you threw out the Joy Luck Club. <laughs> I did. 
did not. It's one of the oh, movies yes, that you've I saw. Seen. Yes, that's right. That movie is about old Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he talked I mean, about how that was one of the first movies he saw. That he a great saw, movie. The, yes. Yeah, this is why we need. <laughs> this is why we need you here when we record the podcast because I went we, over yeah, we did our, know what that our was. heads. I literally, like, yeah, I was yeah. running while I was listening to the podcast. Like, I had to stop because I was laughing <laughs> so hard. This is the same guy. So I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. Oh, no. Tony, we doing. had a meetup at summer camp. So yes. at all of our events, yes. we have something that we do for MKs and PKs, like a special <laughs> VIP room. If you're listening to this and you are MKPK or you know one, then they got to be at that. So we yeah. had a meetup at camp and we had like snacks and some gifts for them and free merch. And so we want to get to know them. So I'm facilitating with Tony, sort of like everyone's in a circle and we just say like, hey, what's your name? And then sort of just an icebreaker, like what's your um, favorite TV show, yeah. right? And because uh, we needed a list of all their names and what churches they were from. So we're saying that we're going around the room and we get to Tony and we're like, he's like, I'm Tony I'm f and he, you know, all the stuff. And then he's like, my favorite TV show is probably Outer Banks. He said, he said Outer Banks. And I stopped the group and I said, wait a second. You're a grown man and the, your favorite, not like not favorite at the time. You're saying my favorite all time TV show is a TV show for junior high girls about treasure hunts. Dude, I was being sincere. Like that was real. That was a real answer. Some I would say too real. <laughs> know what you're gonna he know. said outer banks bro <laughs> hey man i like national treasure i like treasure type yeah, shows, yeah. so that was the yeah i'm no, sure i, I like I dive get club i'm too. sure that you are their target audience <laughs> a middle-aged italian man, man. yeah <laughs> who's your favorite character oh the dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man Sorry, Charlie. Gosh, no, yes. you're good. I forgot where we were going. With convention, this. convention, fancy football. We were talking yeah. through yes, there convention. It is. So we were saying you was wearing that shirt. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm sorry. What is your guys's favorite TV show? Obviously, we yeah. know Tony's is Outer Tony's Banks. is Outer Banks. Mine of all time. I mean, it goes without office. saying. It's The Office. Yeah. Okay, Gary. All time. All time TV show. Oh gosh, that's a hard one. It is. That's why it's just like randomly on the spot. Hopefully you'll get an answer like Tony's. I don't think we said all time though at camp. I think it was current, bro. It was no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. Don't try this because that's one thing that I said when I responded. Yes. I said we didn't ask of right now because yeah. everyone was giving their all time answers. Yeah. People right. were, and even some of the kids were giving answers you wouldn't expect. And like then, what? Like like a classic show like uh, The Wire or stuff like that. And then yeah. Tony says, the "I would wire. say all time Banks. is probably justified." Oh uh, yeah, it an FX show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a cowboy yeah, kind of yeah. thing. It probably justified the show I watched the most. Like it's that show that you turn on just when you're wanting mm -hmm. something to watch while you eat or behind you while you're working is. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't think of it. The Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah. Uh, um, what's your favorite TV show? Like Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Chosen, the, the Andy um, Griffith show. Yeah, same as your dad. That's my dad's favorite TV show. No, it's a I great show. I don't really like watch TV. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> set this you question up, bro. You ever get that answer? It's like, I don't know. I don't watch TV. Yeah, dude. It's like so annoying. Like, yes, you do. Like the show I think Aubrey and I probably watch the most is like Shark Tank. 
like i don't know what it is okay. i love shark tank we also got you really hooked when yeah, you, you hung did. out with me and tanner on like anything gordon ramsay yeah. his like hotel takeover shows and the stuff. hotel one was good they're great so, Tony, do you want to redeem yourself? What's yeah, your you, favorite yeah. TV show? Saved by the Bell. Okay. Uh, okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not better. At least. That's just shifting decades, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same show, just in different It sides. just makes, yeah. it makes more shirt. sense, it I guess. Does. Kelly Kapowski oh, was my bro. Like, first Beeson, bro. crush. Oh, man. Elizabeth Berkeley, <laughs> Lars Let's Boris. stop this before it gets sideways. <laughs> what were we talking about about convention? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Tony wearing his um, fantasy football shirt. Fantasy football shirt, and so we were talking about him having to walk around in that. But one thing I'll say about convention, it was great. But what happened, like the day we're getting ready for convention, we see all these people also setting up for their own <laughs> event in what would have been the like lobby walkthrough area of convention. What was that event? Yes. So it was like, I don't know the name of the Hollywood Unlocked or something like that. Yes. And it's like this dance company, like mm. the show Dance Moms. Mm -hmm. So and th so we didn't, none of the contestants were there yet, but they had these posters of the judges. And I'm telling you, they like they all throughout the walkway, there's posters with the judges on it. And it's like these, and it has their name and then their headshot. And it's just like, so there's guy judges and female judges and the females are in like cheerleader outfits or dance outfits and the dudes are just like one guy's in a leopard shirt completely open. unbuttoned i know a guy with a leopard shirt but... shirtless yes i do too but the shirt is opened and this is and so then this is for uh like kids bro yeah like little yeah. girls yeah like little girl dance groups um and and so then that's all convention there's our 2,000 students or whatever, and then a group of like a thousand or whatever dancers. The poor couple that was like, babe, I booked us a trip. <laughs> I booked us a trip to the town and country for this weekend. That's got to be awful. But that was the start of uh, convention was seeing that that was taking yeah, place. That was so. Uh, my point was him walking through the group. They would have just thought he he could have probably judged the dance competition <laughs> in that in that exactly. shirt. Honestly, thought, look, one of the judges. Yeah, is here. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I you look like the guy that was at the end. I can't Morgan, remember. Danny, <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> I think we should make those posters next year for youth convention with Frank, us. Yeah. yeah, with us, Tony. I just want to see Matt. <laughs> oh my goodness, that'd be great. Oh man, just sparkles in his beard. <laughs> red rampage and then and then students are taking pictures of it to use when he gives his talk at camp yeah. <laughs> they're like oh really this is interesting <laughs> red that's rampage that's like a good like pro wrestling name yeah i can see matt as a wrestler yeah okay wearing a singlet that on top i can't of the ropes. See. okay okay convention <laughs> this is gonna be a tough episode because we got Tony here. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, convention is officially done. And yes. uh, it truly was a, a good convention, I think. And we've said this and we've been saying this, that it was one of our best speaking lineups that we've had in a very, very long time. And so I just want to get your guys' like, opinions on it. What was your guys' like, favorite part? What was something that you saw where you were just like, this is cool? Or something that you saw and you just like couldn't help but laugh, like the judges that were posted everywhere that people had to look at? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think on the serious note, the speaking level was Glenn 
on Friday night. I mean, Reggie's great. Reggie's Reggie. You know what you're going to get. Students always respond. And that just speaks to really hitting on Reggie first. Reggie's 59. He's 59. So he gives us what he does at 59 reaching students is, is unreal. Yeah. And just that connection. Anyway, so he was great. But Glenn on Friday night was probably one of my favorite moments in in all the time in youth ministry seeing there's like watershed moments at certain events. We mm-hmm. saw it a couple years ago with Matt at camp, that first talk he gave. And there's been other times down through the years, but seeing what Glenn did and then the baton pass was, I think, something very significant for senior pastors to see convention. For Some of them, that was the first yeah, time they had yeah. seen convention. I think, I think the perception has always been, oh, that's just a big hype event. That's just like something the students do. There's no depth to it. But I think it gave it gave depth, but it also, as Gary's brought up, it that helps us down the road with political capital, mm. with changing our pocket, going convention is valid and yeah. viable and so important. So anyway, that was that was Friday night. Reggie, of course, did great. Paul did great, and Glenn closed it out great on on a Sunday. But yeah. I also think too the another key moment was the missions thing that Paul did with our SoCal launching SoCal United, which mm-hmm. is as. For those that maybe weren't at convention, is Gary, why don't, you, why don't you explain what SoCal United is, bro, as far as the, the overarching philosophy? SoCal United is our new um, kind of missions uh, wing of the youth department. So it's everything from giving to going. Um, so Speed of the Light falls under that as well, and missions trips. And so the goal being just students kind of see that as our missions uh, wing of everything. But we really wanted to launch kind of a, a, and really – um, challenge our students to give to missions and just giving in general. And so we did that on um, Saturday night. And so just challenge students to um, be a part of it as youth groups. But then we had 160 students come forward. I'm sorry, uh, 300 students come mm-hmm. forward. 160,000. Um, yeah. And, and, and um, agreed to the challenge to raise $160,000, just them That's on their so own. Crazy. Not with their youth group, just them individually. So 100 students to raise $100, 100 students to raise five hundred dollars and a hundred students raise a thousand dollars now we don't know if they'll all hit it but we've already have two of those students raise their funds they've raised mm-hmm. over thirteen hundred dollars already wow. which is crazy which is yeah. so crazy didn't you just get a text message was that you talking about one group that's already like raised their i think it was matt matt got oh, the, the contact that's that right already, yeah some did. like this is like two weeks out of two, three weeks off of convention and they've already raised i think it was like a thousand dollars yeah I was like, don't stop crazy. yeah that's exactly awesome. keep going that's the biggest thing. Yeah, once you reach that, it's like that continual growth with that is crazy. Yeah. I think what was cool that night, too, on Friday night with, with Glenn and the Baton Pass was just it's a reminder to um, students, but also a reminder to other youth pastors that you always honor those that came before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have um, Drew Smithson, who was mine and yeah. Tony's DYD yeah. growing up and um, even um, in high school and as well as when we became youth pastors, um, for the first time to have him back to youth convention after all these years and honor him, um, you know, even if none of the students understood the weight of it, um, those of us that are in ministry, I think we really understood the weight of that night and that moment. Yeah. I think yeah. that was special for him too, because you know, he got honored on his way out, mm-hmm. but that's different. You expect yeah. that to have him back and to see our superintendent, Rich Gary was the prior DYD to him. So I, I think that was good for senior pastors because now some of the youth pastors that serve under Drew are senior pastors as well. So it was a good night. Yeah. The crazy part is the first convention I ever went to like as a student was Drew's last one. Hmm. And so to see him up there again, which was was, uh, was really cool. Elliot, what about you though, bro? What was your, your favorite part of convention? Maybe it was you blacking out? Yeah, we did. Uh, 
You got to give some context there. Um, we <laughs> did an opener for convention. We've done some cool openers in the past. Uh, when we first started, it was just sort of like my training montage video, which was pretty funny. And then we did like a dance troupe when we moved to town and country, which was was that the beach ball? A hundred percent Gary's idea. He came to me and said, "What if we get a dance troupe?" And I said, "Sure." And then he's like, "What if we like dance with them?" And I said. Are you sure? And then we did it. It was the worst idea. It is of one my life. I've known Gary for that is many years, and I we've have on done my phone. so many things in ministry together. Yeah. And I'm almost never seen him nervous, like excited, stressed, but like nervous hardly ever. That is one of the only times <laughs> I've seen him actually like nervous before going on stage. And we had to do this dance, and it was funny. It worked. The year after that, we did a mariachi band. We walked in with a mariachi uh, yeah, band. Yeah. And the last year, we walked in with a high school marching band. Yeah. So we were like, what can we do? We had some ideas. Some of them weren't working. And then we were like, well, what if we open worship, open convention with worship, and we are the worship team? Me, Gary, Tony, Matt, and then Paul Reed. And we shot a video for it, which was pretty funny. And so then we opened. And uh, so I was on guitar i don't know how to play guitar and i was on the mic and i couldn't hear the track we'd like practiced it and the whole point was that we were supposed to like be bad which didn't take much doing um but i like i couldn't hear the track and so i just belted out as loud as i could your love is relentless because that's the song we were supposed to be singing and i hadn't eaten all day Mm. and I like I don't know what happened but I just like it came from the depths of me and I just screamed it out and I felt my knees buckle and like I saw just a flash in my eyes and I like blacked out and I just held the guitar for a second and took a breath because then the whole joke was that we were going to sing like a worship I was going to sing Waymaker yeah. in Spanish I'm surprised you were able to pull this off I did I got through it and then we got off stage and uh it ended up working out but yeah, I blacked out on stage. That would have been better if you would actually passed out. Well, the, what yeah. I was saying, it would have been so funny, and everyone would have thought it, it was, was a part of yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't have got help for, like, a few <laughs> minutes because everyone would be like, oh, Elliot, you're goofball. <laughs> and I'm just like, foam's coming out of my mouth. I just be like, we didn't practice this once. <laughs> he's such, he's, an, going rogue. he's such an improviser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, you want to talk about the, the baton passing and how everyone thinks uh, Gary Yeah, yeah. Tired. So, dude, so we did the baton pass, which was really special. It was a great moment. And so we had Pastor Rich pray for the lead pastors and then pass the baton to Pastor Drew. And Pastor Drew prayed for the youth pastors and he gave it to Gary. And then Gary was setting up the moment where the pastors, the lead pastors and the youth pastors were going to go pray for their students. And so then he was saying, like, these guys went before me. And what he was saying is, like, I'm the next generation. I'm on the team right now. But he's saying him and Tony and Matt are paving the way for guys like you and me, like mm -hmm. the younger youth leaders. I knew he was saying that. Every I felt like most people knew. <laughs> but so he, he says, and I'm passing the baton to Elliot. And I yeah. grab it. And it was, like, really special. But then later in the week, Elliot still has that baton. By the well, way. so some people were telling me congrats, which I, I like <laughs> makes way more sense now. <laughs> like and I like people would come up to me and dab me up. They're like, congrats, man. And I was just like, yeah, for thanks. Not, for not passing out on Friday night. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I had no idea what they're saying that for. And then uh, we were taking a picture together with like a, a group, Gary and I. And the leader said, uh, 
congrats on your retirement, Gary. You deserve it. And and then and the funniest part is both of us like just look at each other and just and, and just are kind of like uh, we finished okay. the picture. We finished the picture. Gary didn't correct him. He's like, thank you. And then we talked about. It. They're like, what were they talking about? And then we talked with some other people there, and they were like, oh yeah, we definitely thought you retired. <laughs> so we so had to like funny, make make it known. Yeah. yeah. So. And also, Gary brought up a good point. Yes. That if he were retiring, yes. if you think that all we would do is just have him pass me a baton <laughs> and then just move on, do you know how extra we are? Like, do you know like whenever that day comes when that is actually a thing, it'll it'll be the most. We're gonna have banners. We're gonna bring <laughs> back. Cannons. We're gonna bring back the mariachi band. We're gonna bring back the dance troupe. We're gonna bring back the the high school band. We're gonna bring them all. Tony's gonna be in the back. How long do we keep cameras on the two yeah. of them hugging each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're like this. Minutes. This is a long hug. It, Tony's like this a long hug and i watch outer banks so i don't know uh, <laughs> even i'm uncomfortable with it oh man oh Truth. man that yeah that was funny and the and you made a good point too like you'd be bawling your eyes out up there and i'm like yeah that's a, a very good point so there was like a lot of context clues for people to realize but i don't know yeah some people missed it but we made it clear gary's not leaving <laughs> he's like that's that that I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah. It, what, what is that? I don't know. I've only seen it as like a GIF. Overall, though, it was a great convention. I'm so thankful for the the teacher or the youth pastors that came and brought students and uh-huh. all the work they put into it. Because, man, I, I, I think I can speak for all of us that it was it just went great. Like mm-hmm. it was so cool to have those moments from um, Friday night to Saturday night to even um, Saturday morning with Reggie just yeah. bringing it and yeah. students just going for it. And so many stories that we've already heard yeah. from um, students that were just been set free and, and just re their lives to Christ. And um, just even in our, our youth group, our, our home youth group, I was there last night watching and just hearing some of the testimonies from some of the students that were there. Mm-hmm. Such a special um, weekend if you didn't go man go next year yes um, dates are set and we're excited about it but I don't know if I, I Tony and you can answer this too all of you guys can I just think it was just a solid youth convention weekend yeah and 100%. I, think, I think it makes you know Gary it really proves the point of why we do what we do that convention or camp are so uniquely different yeah you know and it scratches a different itch for students for youth pastors obviously it's a short burst you know it's a shorter burst than camp and it's it's kind of a broad stroke you know we've always kind of not debated but talked about is it meant to evangelize is it meant for students to draw closer you know what and i think we've accomplished both you know at that but because it's such a large room it has that reverb feel Mm -hmm. it feels like a large event but because it's only 72 hours less really um it takes on a different form camp has its own unique more of a discipleship the cabin time is so so it's just there's so many differences to it but convention you know, I hope you know in our in our prep we we never lose sight of that piece of it that it's it's this big come together. And I think Matt even said earlier, like it's where we kind of set culture. You yeah. know, having SoCal United was setting culture for the future of youth ministry. And I think it's a great, you know, as we continue on in the schedule, I think it's a great push for it, it's an it's the next thing to get students just enough to get to camp. Yeah. Right. And then and then camp will be just enough to get them back to school and, and on for the rest of the year. So it was it was a we always say it was the best year ever, best line, you know, prisoner of the moment, say whatever you want. It was. It, yeah. it was a great it was a great event. Yeah. I think one of the the best things about this past weekend or the youth convention itself was the fact that we had Sunday back. Like yes. not having Sunday last year, even though it was still a great convention. It felt like a one night, one day event. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It felt complete again having that Sunday morning service, and so yeah, that was that was a blast. And it's what's even funnier to me is 
obviously we've been going to the town and country for the past few years now. Seeing what the town and country used to look like to what it is now is like completely different. I remember the first time we went there, I was like, why are we here? It's time. Let's go into the town and country. And then like now that they've renovated, it's like we we're the people who like started talking to the girl in junior high when she wasn't pretty and nobody liked her. And now she's like, she went one summer and like glowed up on everybody. And now she's pretty. And now she has a bunch of dance teams. She doesn't remember. Yeah. Now that all the dance teams want to go, but we were there from the beginning. As much as I like the way, like the, pool area looks and kind of the patio there by Arlo and the the market I like town and country from 2018 I almost wish it was a little mm. bit more like it was just like an upscale motel is kind of how it felt yeah which felt a lot more like we could breathe knowing our teenagers were running exactly. around there and now that exactly. they've done all this renovation and they're trying to you know be yeah they're charging seven dollars for a cup of coffee there yeah, yeah. anyways uh so I wanted to ask you guys all of us, I guess, but especially Tony and Gary, you guys yeah, have had me. a ton of experience. Well, when I want to talk about horse, this has been a it's been a beating. long time in this episode for you. When I want to talk about something. horse maintenance, I will hit you up. But I want to talk about conventions from like years past. I just thought it'd be fun to kind of share some some convention stories, like some of the the funny highlights because you guys have been doing conventions for a long time i mean like i know i have some even from my shorts i proposed the youth convention that's right but uh i just know you that did? you guys have a lot of yeah. stories i mean just crazy stories we have stories about a bunch of christian artists i probably won't share those because yeah. i don't want to throw them under the bus i mean we could but... here's what i would say i think it'd be fun to share those without saying their names because i think that's, the, that's the type of stuff people want to know mm. i mean we've had one who's pretty dramatic who was late to her own sound check her yes and then had the nerve during her concert to call out the sound people because she didn't like something in sound when she was late to her own sound check yeah. and wasn't here in time so wow. that's one but one of the most things i'll never forget crazy um we were at uh, in san diego at uh not the hilton was it the hyatt the other one we used to use what was the, the Hilton, one with Hilton the Bayfront um, was the this was the Hyatt, I think, which was okay. down yes, closer yes. to the, the village. Manchester Grand Hyatt, yeah. Um, and they had balconies and kids were throwing stuff off the balconies and they hit one of the valet drivers and cut his head open. Oh my god. And gosh. uh and wow. I just remember like us going like, Oh man. They were yeah. our like our students? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That was insane. Did they pray for his healing? I don't know. <laughs> you know the craziest injury I ever saw at youth convention what? was we were on stage and um we had a, a band from a Christian college there and um Okay. <laughs> and they were performing on stage and right I was standing on the side stage and I saw them going to do this and I tried to stop it. Um, they, they had their, it was CDs during that time. They had their CDs oh in the case God. and they started throwing them out into the crowd. <laughs> A girl took oh. one straight to oh. her head, split her head open. We had to have her rush to the hospital. And then they threw, and they threw a T-shirt to mop up the blood. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget crazy. that either. That was insane. That was great, man. We had, I remember Drew got in trouble. So back in the day when we were at the um, San Diego Convention Center, we had the host hotel, which is usually the Marriott, and then Embassy, and then the Holiday Inn, Gary, which was down at the very end on yeah. Harbor. And Drew got a call that students were jumping from balcony to balcony, <laughs> like outside. Stories you know? high. Yeah, yeah stories high, that's like cool. out, outside there. So I didn't know Johnny Knoxville and <laughs> Steve-O went to youth convention, they but did. that's crazy. They did, before they got saved. Um and then the other one was one of our students. It was at the Marriott, 
and he, he like was one of our students as in like one your of, one student of my actual students okay. who was a special creation of god anyway he did elf inside the elevator and shut so he got stuck in the elevator and nice. you remember the elevators at, at mary how horrible it was like it took like you hoped you were on the fifth floor so you could walk up the stairs yeah. it, would, it would take 20 minutes half hour to get up yeah. to your after after service so anyway so he stopped the elevator and this is over Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. So the Marriott had to call out an elevator tech on the middle of a thing. So now it's prevailing wage, time and a half, double time to get, because they would, they would charge us yeah. for that. But he got stuck in there for about a half hour, this kid. So how, anyway, much, how much did you pay for that? I, di- I didn't get a bill. I didn't get a bill. Really? I was hoping I wouldn't give it to his parents. But anyway, yeah. So those, there's, there's some small stuff. Dude, there's some other crazy stuff. I remember happens. back That's when crazy. we were on those uh, Thanksgiving conventions, like when we book concerts and it was like five thousand people or whatever going as a student and like even just saving seats was crazy because it was like there's the outside place that you had to wait in and then they'd let you into another waiting area and then yes. they let you into another waiting area and then they do like rope drop it was yeah. like progressive and so i remember i like skipped lunch one time and it was me and my friend joey love it here yeah uh, and we're like, we'll take care of it. And li- and we're like junior hires or whatever. Or and you freshmen. lunch? I know. I could. And they were like, they were like, who can skip lunch? And then they looked at me and they're like, you know, you can skip a couple meals. And I was like, okay. So, but I was, I was excited because I had my Heelys. And so I was like, I'm going to beat yes. the system. And this is not a joke, dude. I put my heel. I literally was, I looked at my youth pastor. I'm like, I've got this. And I tied my Heelys up and I just, cause I'm like, these idiots are going to be walking and I'm going to be rolling. And so then. But so I'm waiting in line with Joey, and then it was like the groups are are progressing, and everyone's lining up, and and then there's like the Samoan group that just starts yelling Jesus. Yeah, people don't do that anymore, but yeah. I miss that. Like they just we love Jesus. Yes, we no, do. they just go Jesus, and they yeah. just yell it, and so you just blew my ears out. <laughs> so dude, they're in the back, and so then like we're we're I'm rolling, they're running, and then we get to the <laughs> final rope drop, and a girl behind me got trampled. I just kept rolling, but she got trampled, bro. And I remember they had to bring in, like, there was an ambulance outside. I mean, I what? think she was okay, but she, it was insane, wow. the, the like, people running into the convention center to get Dang. front row seats. Because the way they used to have it is, like, you'd have seats that weren't even facing the stage because it was so far back. You'd be, like, facing sideways, and you'd look at a screen, but the stage was, like, to your right or left. Mm-hmm. So it was, you really wanted to kind of get to where you could see the person, uh, but some girl got trampled. Wow, you know, th- there were some wild. good. There were some good artist interaction, Gary. Too. We seem like with, so even Christian artists don't let them fool you. Most of them are divas, and if not, their management companies are divas, and they're always demanding stuff that they want in the green room, all the other stuff. But Toby Mac, so I picked him up from the airport one year, and he's he's like a, he's like Phil Wickham size, like he's like five <laughs> seven, <laughs> right? Okay. By the way. <laughs> Apparently, Phil yeah. Wickham is 5'7". Yeah, he is. He's, he's short. Anyway, so he's this little small guy. And if you've ever heard Toby Mac, for those of you that don't know, he is, he acts, he's from like Detroit or like East Coast for sure, right? Yeah. So he talks like that on stage. Like in real interaction, he was like like the most, can I say that? He's the most whitest guy. Like, hey, guys, appreciate what you do here for all the youth. And he's like talking in the back. because I wouldn't talk. So how to... does he talk on stage? Okay, so I'm getting to that. So... <laughs> So we. I, I just want to get Tony no, canceled. Yeah, yeah. So I always made a point to not talk to the artists. I'm yeah. just here to pick you up if you want to talk. So he wanted to talk to us and appreciate what you guys are doing. Very. He gets on stage like, "Yo, yo, what's up? Let me hear you mix it." Like he he's, he goes into that mode, and I'm like, I did not expect that from him. But anyway, so that was Toby Mac. 
The second one was um, Delirious. We picked up one of the guys from Delirious, and they all came in different times because they're coming from UK, right? Mm -hmm. So we picked up this one guy, and we're so we're driving, dropping him off at the Marriott. We drive past the Hyatt, which is a nice hotel, and he thought that's where we were staying. And he said, "I guess we're not the newsboys," is what he said. So anyway, so he thought that we were staying, they were staying there because that was a better hotel. Delirious was at the top of their game then, though. These guys were. We don't want to say how much they were back then. They were like fifty grand, right, Gary, to book the. But we had convention. There was five thousand people. <laughs> I also we're love that Tony just said, "We're not going to say how much they were." <laughs> they were fifty grand. And drops it. Drops it. This Boom. is why. Anyway. This is why I like getting Tony on the pod because <laughs> yeah. Gary's like, there was a female artist, <laughs> and, and Tony's like delirious. Delirious. <laughs> Did this female artist happen to have a crush on one of our team members? <laughs> okay. Um, can you tell the <laughs> Phil Wickham story, Gary? No. Hold on, were you I done? That's so yeah, you know, I, I was just, I was making a video. Okay, okay. I can't. If someone got that back to him, I no way. That's fair. He, we know that his daughter's in dance. Yeah, he was at this year's youth convention without performing. You know what I would just say with Toby too is because Tony brought them and then I would take them and, and take them up to dinner and, and Amy and I would have dinner with artists and just kind of host that room and um, he really was. He was so nice and some artists didn't have the time of day for yeah. us. We would just kind of eat at a table by ourselves. But he legitimately sat down at our table, talked with us, find out what we did. Um, just so encouraging. Cool. He was like that. A lot of the guys from Audio Adrenaline were like that as well. Um, you know, there are not too many artists that were. Some didn't talk to us at all, but that was fine. I mean, mm -hmm. they're you know whether they're shy or just rude. Um, <laughs> it's funny how that switched though, because I used to be such a huge part of youth convention yeah. and even a draw for groups, because yeah. groups would like youth groups would buy. Uh, yeah. What did, what was the company where you'd get like music, music videos? Oh, oh, oh Interlink. Interlink. Interlink, and you'd like have a subscription. You'd play music videos before service, and and Christian groups were such a big thing, and like like that was a draw. And I remember even right as I became a youth pastor, we were still trying to do concerts. Yeah. And I remember the DYD at the time sent like a, who would you guys rather have? And it was two people I'd never heard of before. And that's when I kind of knew, I was like, maybe we should, because the people we could afford were people that were unknown, but there wasn't as big of an audience for like unknown Christian artists. So that was the moment. I, w I will say though, one of the last concerts we did with, um, for King and Country. That was great. I was like such a hater when they came out because they great, dressed bro. like they were from the 1800s. And I was like, do these guys have a civil war to fight after their concert or what? <laughs> But then they did their thing, yeah. and all of us were like, these guys are the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were amazing. And they I think were like, that speaks to the experience over the lineup, you know, because that was yeah. what it was back then. It was like, that was the draw. You had Delirious, you had Switchfoot, you had Toby Mac. That was the draw. You had Francis Chan. Like, like the speakers were the draw. Oh, dude, too. I remember when Francis Chan spoke. Yeah. And he, like, was doing this whole thing, talking about, like, the righteousness or holiness of God. And he was talking about the angel with, like, the head of a lion and the wings of an, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Nephilim, right? Yeah. No, I don't know. Not, um, Matt. anyways, he was talking about that and the way he was describing <laughs> oh it, I was terrified, bro. I was like, cause this was like prime. I thought I was going to get left behind in the rapture. And so I remember telling my youth pastor's your parents leaving your clothes wife, a hundred percent. I told my youth pastor's wife, I need to go to the bathroom, but I just, I wanted to leave. Cause I was like, he's going to make this, monster appear on stage i literally thought that in my head i'm like i need to get out of here was he, this healy's phase or no he did, yeah i healed out of the room <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that needs to be the new opener dude also year. i met our, our vendors 
I think we had some great vendors. Yes. I like that we're opening that up again. Like we have different people because that was one of my favorite things. I, I one time, uh, I may have told this story on the pod, but so like when I was a kid, Healy, Chubby Elliot, I bought the hardcore. I Christian love girls. Hardcore, hardcore Christian, Christian girls, girls. Nice. hoodie, uh, and I came home like and I. And so it was because it was Thanksgiving weekend. There is a legit picture of me and my two younger sisters with Santa Claus. And I have that hoodie on because I came straight home. And my mom's like, we're going to the mall. And I said, and I said, I'm wearing this. And she's like, I don't want you to. And I'm like, I need to share the gospel. And so, uh, and so I wore that. And what makes it full circle is Tanner. When she was in junior high, I didn't know this, but she bought a sweater that said hardcore christian girl shut up no wow. lie no lie dude man god is good god is so good <laughs> and <laughs> i don't have a picture of her key yeah and she had her room key okay, yeah she okay, got good. saved going yeah. back to the concerts though i just think it's changed i don't think christian music yeah. is yes. at least in california is where it used to be i think now and and we've even talked about this i think we could do a christian worship concert mm-hmm, like true. in the sense yeah. of having a worship team in not to lead for the whole weekend but just to do it like a, a worship moment set. or set yeah. or something but with that gear i would put our socal collective up against any art as far as interaction engagement like our students resonate with that group yeah. because it, it, it travels right yeah they, they come to camp they do convention i just think it works yeah yeah no i agree i agree so you guys talked about like artists and stuff like that He's like can we you think we can get toby keith in <laughs> you guys talked about toby mac but uh <laughs> What about Morgan Wallen? He mentions Jesus sometimes. Actually, hey, he has a whole Morgan, song about Jesus. Do you yeah. know who he is? That is Char Blair's nephew. Morgan Wallen is the, Char the Blair's D-Y-D nephew? D-Y-D from NorCal, Nevada. That's her for real? nephew. That is her for real nephew. Like her first nephew. Yes, it's her sister's son. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What a trip. A little tidbit. Charlie's trying to go to <laughs> NorCal. <laughs> I'm out. Um... But who is probably in obviously like you guys shared stories about artists, but like, wh- what are some crazy stories you have of like speakers? Because yeah. I know we've had oh, juicy. Hey, you know what Gary, I mean? Remember Tina Marie Holdowinski? Oh yes. Why are you saying oh, people's <laughs> middle names? No, for that, to say people. That was though. her build. She was a okay. I'm not going to mention the youth pastor. The because I would, think you are though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Drew would always ask us. Hey, buddy, like, who do you guys think we need? You know, and he would have, he would listen to recommendations. And this youth pastor, who shall remain nameless, Eric Atherton, like, basically, he told, he, that's true, right? He, he said, oh, they got this great girl. She came, she like, she hit, and she was an actress. So she was an actress who had a story, and she talked about, I think, her virginity, like, on stage. And how she was ready to throw up in the trash can before she came out here because of the message she was going to bring. And she was... God bless. Her. I don't know. I haven't heard from her since. <laughs> Gary, do you remember that? Do you know exactly wait, 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 finish this story. That's, no, no. That's, that's how she was billed is Tina Marie Holdowinski. And I can't even tell you what, but she was kind of all over the map. She was just different, just different. And it was like one of those. It did not land. Shit. It did not land. That was, that was it. It, it was a land. bad message. It did not land. And it wasn't a good message. And, and that's not the only time Atherton did that to us. He yeah. did it for a camp speaker one time. I kid you not. He said, you got to have this guy. We had the guy out. I do not remember his name, but he brought his whole family, like his wife and his teenage son. And at the end of the first night for the response, they got up on stage and he sang 
um, to Frank Sinatra's My Way. <laughs> I did it God's way. I did it God's 100%. way. And I remember being wow. in the room. I remember being in the room and sitting there and just bending over and looking down towards where Eric uh, Eric was and sitting at him and him just not making eye contact. <laughs> you just said, this your boy? That's you? This you, dog? You know what I remember? And I don't know if you can remember. I don't even know if you were there or not. But there was a convention where we had some reason they decided this is again I wasn't picking speakers then um, they had this lady speak and she was an older lady Jeannie Mayo no <laughs> oh my gosh bro. <laughs> dude we had an older lady speak it was Jeannie Mayo <laughs> no it wasn't Jeannie um, it was an older lady and and I don't remember her name I don't remember who it was but I just remember it did not land yeah. like it was like having your mom come up and talk to you. <laughs> And all I look down at my students, and none of them Sorry. are paying attention. Yeah. Like they're just like, "This is not for us." And I'm just like, "Why Actually, did we do this?" Kind of a cool story, Gary. Was we had one speaker who went from vendor to speaker. It was Craig Gross from Triple X Church. We can't talk about Craig. Gross, yeah, we can't so. talk about that. Okay, well, yeah, he was good. We he can't good. talk about him. He did good, but he went off know. the rails. He did. He did. Oh, do I? I don't know what happened with him. He just yeah, he, he decided the closest way to get to Jesus was to smoke pot and yeah. that's how he's been close to oh, Jesus. Yeah. Convention twenty twenty five. He was good. I used to I used to use his book for every The Gutter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it the Gutter? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, such a great book. We read it as uh, interns, Triple yeah. X Church. Yeah. He was solid. And was I, I liked him a lot. He did a, a guys event for us too one yeah. year and, and I just went off the rails. So that's the hard part about convention, yeah, yeah. as we've seen oh, in years true. past, is you have you have to choose. I would rather choose a speaker who's been a youth pastor that we know, that we mm-hmm. have a long-standing mm-hmm. relationship with, than who is the hottest guy on the mic at the time. That's right. yeah. Because we've been burned so many times mm-hmm. by having the hottest guy on the mic or the one that everybody's after. While he's in the then, midst of a moral failure. Yeah, and then yeah. just weeks later finding out that these guys have been yeah. you know, doing stupid stuff. And I think so, choosing, that's the best thing that we've done with, all of our events is kind of choosing relationship. And even if we don't have direct relationship, having someone that we do have solid relationship with that knows that person Mm -hmm. and can vouch for them has like really helped. Um, Cause think of all of our camp. It's why we keep saying, Oh, this is the best lineup we've ever had. And then it always is because these people aren't just good, good communicators. They have the character to back up what they're preaching about on the stage. hundred percent. You know, which 100%. is more important for sure. Because, um, yeah, there's plenty of... I, I Being in, like, the role that I'm in with Gary, there's all... I I feel like people want to be my friend after a convention. Me and Gary always get the messages from people who are wanting to, like, speak at our next convention. Yeah. And I think that they actually want to be my friend until I find <laughs> out they message Gary the exact same thing. Yes. And he says, yeah, dude, that person is just trying to get our next event and that's I said, how we became friends and i said i thought they want to be my friend <laughs> <laughs> i was trying or you were trying what's me. the joke you're setting up me oh you were trying you said howdy there <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey y'all i love your events oh man oh man oh, okay but man. all in all it was a great convention it was glad it's done looking forward to next year already yeah getting and ready now, for camp getting ready for camp Yes, man, it's going to be so, amazing. It is. It truly is. So, as a recommendation for speakers for next year, uh, email ym at socalnetwork.org. Yeah, we would love all of your recommendations <laughs> for speakers. But guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. For you guys out there listening, we love the fact that you do that. Um, I'm just going to say this: 
I hope you share this with somebody. Share it with somebody that you think can use this. Uh, but other than that, we will catch you on the next podcast.